0: Tuesday night on the Wind Daily Show. It's 945 on the East Coast. My Mets are on TV right now. I'm watching. They're down 4-3, but I got some faith. Lindor is up. He just walked, so we got a man on first. Down one. Feeling pretty good about this team, man. Hopefully, they can hold out, but feeling really good about our team at WindDailySports.com. If you haven't checked us out yet at WindDailySports.com, we got player prop models. We got prize picks models. We got projection models for DFS. We have lineup optimizers, ton of great written content and all the tools you need to be profitable in DFS and the sports book. This offer that you see on the bottom of the screen will be over really, really, really soon before the NFL season comes. We will knock this offer out. You get one month free right now. Definitely take advantage of it. No money needed. Get all the tools you can possibly want for NFL, PGA, MLB, NBA, NHL, college football. We got it all on WinDailySports.com. So make sure you lock in with us. But right now, we am going to be breaking down the Wednesday night slate. You got the Grom up top. You got some nice pitching to go to. Uh, Garrett Cole will talk about, Kyle Wright, Sandoval. But the Grom versus the Dodgers, you, you try to play him every slate he goes out there, man. Like this guy is just I'm not saying this because I'm a Met fan, but he's really good. If there was a slate to fade him, you know, he's still got nine K's against Atlanta, um, 12Ks against Atlanta, you know, in the two starts. So he still gets you 24 points, you know, in a bad start with three earned runs. But in some great starts, he's getting you 35, 36, 31. So Tough fade. If there was a, a slate to fade him, fading him against the Dodgers, not a bad idea at 11-5. Uh, but it all depends on who you're going to replace him with, you know. So, Dave, don't talk about the Grom too much. Uh, talk about Garrett Cole, Kyle Wright, uh, maybe some Joe Ryan or anybody else that you think would be playable if you want to fade, you know, the Grom or go with a different SP2.
1: Yeah, my, my favorite part about DeGrom is, you're right, he's almost in autoplay every night, but we're starting to see the trends that he's getting stretched out. 95 pitches, two starts ago, 87 last, and they probably would have brought him out, but he got through six. So I think we got a chance tomorrow with an NLCS potential matchup that they're going to at least unleash him 90 pitches, which is good news for us. So I like him no matter what. I'm with you. But Garrett Cole is probably my number one. And it's just based upon the K rate of LAA. Um, The Angels just strike out so much, and they're just not a threat on offense. 30th in WOBA, wins, runs, create plus, and all that other good stuff, ISO, OPS, in the last two months, they're just not that good offensively. Cole has had his, you know, warts. I think he's allowed 21 home runs this year, Um, but The power pitching is the key against the Angels. I like Cole. Looking down further, Wright's okay, but, you know, you're probably like me with him. He's just – he doesn't dazzle. Um, This is a guy with probably a lower ceiling that I want with a 9,800 salary. Uh, He did have a 34-point DK outing last time out. That was Pittsburgh. But before that, his high was like 24 over the past two months. So I'm looking at a guy, Joe Ryan. I like what you mentioned there. I think Joe Ryan has some potential. I also like Lance Lynn a little bit. Last four home okay. starts, twenty four DK points, two point six six ERA. Um, so I, I think he's decent and and playable against Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I think Lynn is, is there. I like the call there. I like Joe Ryan. I still probably play Degrom over Garrett Cole myself. And I do think Kyle Wright. You know, Colorado doesn't scare me at all. I know they they hit well at times, especially in Coors Field, but. You know, Wright's not a guy I typically play, but he's been better as of late. He, you know, dropped 34 in the last start. They're playing to try to catch the Mets, you know, try to get into the playoffs here. So I think he's definitely playable. But I do like to call on Lynn and Joe Ryan as the two value guys. If you go Ryan and DeGrom, you still got 3,700 left, and there's always a 2K guy on the slate they can go to. So, you know, don't be scared to, to – you know, play DeGrom or, or play Garrett Cole if you like it or Kyle Wright. But I do think I have Ryan slightly ahead of Lynn, but I think Lynn yeah. will also be in a good spot uh, for a slight discount there. So that's the pitching. Um, maybe if you want to take a shot and just get different and get cute, um, James Cap, you know, he can probably get you 12 to 15. He's in play. Um, I think Falter is yeah. in play
1: right above him too.
0: Yeah, going against Atlanta, like I really don't target Atlanta much, so I, I, I don't know. I'm not a, a Feltner guy. If you got mm-hmm. something on him, uh, go for it. But I'll probably the only guy that I probably don't even get to on this slate at 6,700 is, is James Cap. You know, if you want to sell me on on Feltoner here, you know, I, you no give falter, me 30, not yeah. falter.
1: falter. Bailey Falter from the Phillies. At oh, okay. All right, all right. I thought you said yeah. Feltner.
0: I'm like, eh, no, I, don't, Feltner. I don't know. I don't Feltner know. I don't know Dave.
1: And it's not good. But Falter would. Yeah, Falter
0: has him. some K upside against yeah. Arizona. I like that call. I haven't seen the kid pitch. I'll be honest. I'm sure you have um, yeah. as a Phillies fan. I haven't seen him pitch. But that price tag against Arizona, 7,100, makes sense. And also Marco Gonzalez. Never played this dude. Doesn't have the K potential. But if you're looking for somebody that in best-case scenario, gets you 20, uh, yeah. Gonzalez might get there. You know, Gonzalez... So, you know, look at the value. Gonzalez, Cap, and, and Falter, not Feltner, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are, are the three guys under AK with Lancelin and Joe Ryan in that AK range. And then I would say DeGrom, Cole, Kyle Wright are playable. I'm not playing Sandoval or Waka or Anderson in those spots. Yeah. But flip the conversation to the hitting side of the thing. Let's go with our favorite stacks. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel. We have a lot of great content. We actually went over our NFL content, of what we're going to be putting out uh, as far as shows go. Not only will we have a college football show every Friday night, which will be a massive edge for all of our listeners, we're going to be doing shows leading up to Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football. We'll also have a midweek show on Wednesday night, We're going to be doing our NFL draft cast. That's going to be covering DFS lineups and betting props for the main slate on Sunday. And then Sunday mornings, of course, our flagship show. You know, right before lock, we're going to be doing an hour show answering any questions that you may have. But if you have questions, you know, make sure you log into winddailysports.com and go to our expert chat on Discord. That's the place you want to be asking questions about lineups and also your season long projection. So if you're doing your season long drafts right now for NFL, Make sure you hop over to WindailySports.com as well. we got our rankings up. But, Dave, stacks for Wednesday. Who is your top stack?
1: It's Atlanta. So we get right into the Feltner talk. Uh, so you, you yes. don't like
0: Feltoner. Ah, no, I now, no. I, and,
1: and I mean, there's a lot of reasons to not like Feltner, right? But his, his ERA on the road, looking at that, is higher than his normal ERA. And that's weird because usually at Coors they have a more inflated ERA. But he's worse on the road, 6.19. He's faced Atlanta once. Let up six runs and three innings for an 18 ERA. And um, he's just not very good. So I, I would like Atlanta the most. My second is the White Sox. You know, it's been talked about from year to year. But White Sox against lefties, very profitable. They're going against Chris Bubik, who's been kind of on a cold streak lately. Chicago's number two batting average against lefties this year, batting 276. Number one in OB on base percentage, number five in WOBA. So they're they're solid against lefties. So I look at Atlanta and White Sox as my top two, 1A, 1B.
0: I'm going to cheat real quick before you name this guy for the home run. Uh, I've (laughs) I've been cold on my home runs, but I get the teams right. They go out there and score a bunch of runs. Everybody hits a home run but the guy I pick. But I'm going to go Julio Rodriguez as my first home run guy. Um, He's pretty much home run, hit a home run, you know, two times in the last five days i do like seattle as well 10 for his last 43 two home runs he's got the pop he's got the big contracts i'm gonna go julio rodriguez versus lefty um seattle's playing for playoffs as well man so they got you know a team that they try out every single day that is fighting so i like that i like the young kids i'm gonna go julio rodriguez i like a seattle stack too it's hard to get seattle right but when you get them right Oh. They pay off because nobody has them. Nobody goes out there and stacks Seattle on purpose. Um, so they're always under and they got the lineup to go out there and, and potentially do some damage here. They get a nice matchup against Alexander. So I like them as a stack. Um, also, you know, sneaky. You know, Anderson does not – he doesn't really give up much, and the Dodgers' bullpen is solid. But I think that the Mets can get to Anderson potentially here. That's going to be like an under-owned stack. I think you nailed it with Chicago. They're going to be under-owned. Um, thoughts, though, on your Phillies. You know, they have Tommy Henry. I don't know much about this guy. I know he's pitched, you know, four or five times. He's, he's, he ha- he ha- must have some pedigree. He's been pretty clean so far. Do you like the Phillies at all against the lefty here?
1: I, I do. I mean, the Phillies are pretty decent against lefties. Even when you look at the lineup when you got heavy lefties with Schwerber and Harper – um, they hit him well. So I, I think there's a potential here, especially coming off a game. You know, they're facing Gallon tonight, very tough pitcher. I think they could get a little reprieve. They scored seven last night against Bumgarner, who was a lefty. I think they could be a good sneaky snack as you stack, not snack. You're hungry, <laughs> you you aren't you? Yeah. You're hungry. are not you are hungry
0: you are hungry from Felton there, bro. That's what you are.
1: Yeah, but no, I, I'm with you. I think Tommy Henry, you're right. He's just, he slid by only 19 Ks. And what's he pitch? 27 innings. He's just not, you know, he's a guy that's hittable. So I I, I think they can um, take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, so another team, I'll mention it, is the Toronto Blue Jays. They're playing at home. They're fighting. They're going against the Cubs. You know, they're going to get a guy named Farrell who's not going to be, you know, in this game for long. I think he's a reliever. You know, maybe he goes two innings, three innings, four innings max. Um, this is a guy that we can attack and get a Chicago bullpen for most of the game here, uh, for Toronto. So I think Toronto's going to be in a great spot. And Dave, I'm going to go George Springer. I was going to go Vladdy. Um, and he probably well, does. He, he probably home runs, uh, on Wednesday and I probably second guess myself. But in the last second, I say, you know what? Springer has been a little bit hotter than Vlad as of late. So let's go with a hot bat. 16 for his last 37. Only one home run here. Think he breaks out for another home run on Wednesday. So I'm going to go Springer as my second home run prop. You got two guys left. So I'm going to watch his Met game. It's bottom to eighth now. They're still down 4 3. So we need some fireworks here late um, against a tough Dodgers bullpen. But who's your two home run props for tomorrow? Can I cheat? Can I go just –
1: it's a, a game starting at 640 because, go I mean, it's all it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, listen, Goldschmidt, I, I got it. I know you used him and had the magic touch that one time, but Mike Miner, we've talked about it in the past. The guy has led up 20-plus home runs on the season. Goldschmidt has three in his career off Mike Miner. So does Tyler O'Neill. But out of anyone, Goldschmidt hits over 400 against lefties this year. Let me go with Goldschmidt. And they're coming off only scoring one tonight against, you know, a – Done and a bunch of relievers for the Reds. I think they're going to be fired up. It was hot out in Cincinnati. Um, I'll go Goldschmidt tomorrow, and I'm going to add Salvi Perez as my other one. Um, liked him a little tonight. Got a little too scared to do it, and he hit one. He hit two in his last seven. He's batting close to 500 in the last seven games. And he has some career good numbers off uh, tomorrow. star Lance Lynn. As much as I kind of like Lance Lynn as a middle-of-the-road guy, we could still get some value with Perez. He's, I think last time I checked, he's three for three tonight. So, again, guy that's hot. We always look at home run props as, look at a pitcher that lets up homers. Well, we checked the box. Lance Lynn has let up 15. Perez has two off him, and he's hot. He's banging 500 in the last seven. So, I'll go it's Sally with, Perez as my other.
0: With minor pitching on <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. like, I, I would feel safe to bet Tyler O'Neill, yep. Nolan Arenado, Pujols, whoever's starting from the right side against Cincinnati, you know, and Mike minor, you're probably going to see at least three or four months from the Cardinals. Uh, So don't be scared to bet a couple of these, you know, I will, I love all the total base props on, on anybody in the top of this lineup, maybe not Yachty, but anybody from the right side, top of the lineup, one through six, one through five, one through seven, probably does their thing tomorrow. It's probably the best matchup on the board. Anytime, it I like Cincinnati more than Coors Field as far as my stacks yeah. goes. Too bad, you know it's a six forty game, so it's not on the main slate. But attack minor, attack with Cardinals righties, and you'll probably see at least three home runs tomorrow out of St. Louis. So I love that call. You did press the cheat code button. <laughs> Who's your second guy? That you you had? Who do you have for your second guy again? Just remind me. Salvador Perez. Okay, going against Lance Lynn, a guy that you like. So yeah, that's a gutsy call right there. I like that call. Anybody ever have any questions for us, make sure you hit us up at windailysports.com, windailysports on Twitter. They put out a great article covering futures bets too. So if you're into futures bets, lock that. And I made my first NFL bet of the season so far. Uh, You know I love Allen Robinson. you, You know I love him. I bet his futures prop over, I think, 825. I got it a couple of weeks ago. But I went out and hit the first game. Caesars put up at 56 and a half receiving yards for the first game. I saw Sticks mention something that he liked Robinson in that game. I think he got him over like 80 yards receiving. That's all I needed to hear. Um, so I went out there and, and already put a couple hundred dollars on that. So A Rob's gonna show up first time he has a quarterback in forever. Um, and he's going to go out there and have a big game. I think they, they they hit him up a target, and they're going against Buffalo, so it's not like a game where the Rams just roll over whatever team they're facing. This is going to be a back-and-forth affair. He's a number two wide receiver. Everybody's going to be looking at Cup, and I think they're both going to be 1,000-yard receivers this year if everybody stays healthy, Stafford included, and I, I see a big game for, for A-Rob week one, over 56 half yards. That probably goes up, I would assume, by game yeah. time.
1: I love it. I, I mean, the Bills often, I think, play man to man too. And, you know, it's a four quarter game. So, um, you know, playing against an opponent like that, a little worried about Stafford, but not much with Robinson from the potential that he's not a guy that's going to go long much. He's a guy that's going to get, eat up those yards in the middle, get the short routes, kind of like Cup. So I'm with you. I think that's a great bet, especially over the total uh, yards. He's good after the catch.
0: Yeah. So let's go out and do it. If you want to lay the bet now, Season's the only one who has it up yet. Uh, so I locked it in. If, if I see it anywhere lower than 56 and a half, I'll probably throw a couple more dollars on there. We'll have a ton of prop bets, ton of futures, bet. Dave, you want to give one out before we leave your articles up um, one bet that you like that you already put down on yourself. Yeah. So I,
1: I did talk about it on Twitter and talk about the Ravens. I'll give my other kind of, you know, there's a lot of volatility in the NFL, as we always talk about year to year. You can always project maybe 50% of the remaining teams make the playoffs. One I do like that I'll say won't make the playoffs next year, the Las Vegas Raiders. As much as they were a great story, but uh, you know, I, and, and they've added pieces. What's there's, the line on
0: that, not making the playoffs for the Raiders? They're like? actually plus
1: – well, they're plus 100 to be under eight and a half wins, and that's enough for me. Um, I think they're the last place team in that division – I do believe a little bit in what Denver did. Um, And I also believe the Chargers and Chiefs are still there uh, and better than the Raiders. So I I think it's – listen, they were 7-1 and in games aside by six points or less. Mm -hmm. I I just – I can't see that happening again. So I think the Raiders under their win total is one of the stronger plays as well. Yeah, a
0: lot of people like that. A lot of Sharps are, are off the Raiders this year. A lot of them are on the Broncos this year. Very tough division. Everybody loves the Chargers. You know, I think 70% of the world still think the Chiefs are good. 30% <laughs> want to go out on a limb and say they're not going to be as good. How bad will they be without Tyreek, aging Mahomes, all that. So interesting year. It's a excited time. A couple bets are coming through, flowing through. And we're, you know, less or a little bit over a week before we see, you know, week one NFL football. So pretty cool stuff. We'll be on Sears XM this week, 5 to 7 p.m., both Saturday and Sunday. Also going to be stopping by on Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. We'll be on Sirius, mm-hmm. So if you got Sears XM, definitely check us out there. And then once football season's officially here, Dave, we'll be 5 to 8 every Saturday evening, East Coast time. So three hours straight of Wind Daily, giving out winners. Dave, you got to stop by once we go to NFL Talk. So oh, you'll be popping wait. in there as well. So – Everybody have a good Wednesday. Hopefully the Mets steal one in the ninth. We have to go to the ninth now, so we'll see how that does. But everybody enjoy the rest of your night. Good luck in your games on Tuesday and on Wednesday. Finish strong this MLB season because NFL is right around the corner.